Hello, my magic brothers and sisters. This is Danny from the Magic Bros Podcast. And in today's episode, I am going to be going over a control deck that I'm really trying to make work. And it's mostly my favorite cards here and there and then everything else to support them. It's three colors, blue, black, and white. And I have quite a few spells going on here to kind of support the strategy. But the problem I'm having right now is that while I have some reliability, and I'll explain that as we go through the deck more, I just never seem to win. I don't have enough control or enough counters or some combination of both to outlast my opponent's creatures. My friends just play stuff, and then it's just a matter of time before I get overwhelmed. Sometimes I make it to the end, but I still get overwhelmed. So to get things started, I'm going to go through this deck piece by piece and kind of concept by concept. I'll be starting with the counter spell section of this deck. Quite a few in here, 10 in total. First one is Hindering Light. It's one planes, one island. It's an instant. Counter target spell that targets you or permanent you control, draw a card. Really like this one because it protects my creatures. It's instant speed. It is only colored mana, so that's not the greatest. But I like that I can draw a card and just replenish it. I, I, you'll see that with a couple cards I mentioned here. It's just I like that I just refill it. The flavor text is, Centuries of careful practice have elevated the casting of protective spells to an art form. What little offensive magic remains on Bant stands little chance of breaching them. Next card is Confound. It's one colorless, one island. It's an instant counter-target spell that targets one or more creatures. Draw a card. So again, I really like the diversity of this card, and I like that it draws a card and replenishes itself. The flavor text is, Did I know Sazat would betray us? Urza asked quizzically. I was counting on it. Next card, Archmage's Charm. Honestly, I just have this card in here for another counter. I thought I would give like it would present a lot of opportunity and versatility, but it just never really comes off for me. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to take this out. It costs three island, Archmage's Charm. It's an instant, and it's choose one. Counter target spell. Target players draws two cards or gain control of target non-land permanent with a converted mana cost of one or less. There's no flavor text because that's a lot of writing on there, but I just not a fan of the card and it hardly nets me that much of an advantage it's kind of expensive three mana you know next counter spell i have is four sets of counter spell it is an instant or well and the one i have is from tempest for those that know so it's an interrupt and it's two island and it says counter target spell the flavor text says it was probably a lousy spell in the first place by urtai wizard adept this card is just great two mana it literally just flat out counter target spell, you know, boom, bam, done. It's this is this is just the best all around counter spell for me. And I just I love that card. So I had to have four in here. My next card is disrupt cost one mana. I have one in this deck counter target instant interrupt or sorcery spell unless it's caster pays an additional one draw a card. So get a free cast for one. I'm going to get to draw a card. As long as they let it resolve, that is. I'm going to get to draw a card. And I can stop a spell, potentially, or I can make somebody pay one. May disrupt them later. Not the best counter spell, but not the worst, either. The flavor text for this is, oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? Uh, I also have two of Mana Leak. It is a one colorless, one island interrupt. 
counter target spell unless this caster pays an additional three. Again, I like the versatility. I like making someone pay three. You could potentially get away with just a flat out spell that way. If your opponent, you know, is kind of tapped out or they played a big mana spell that turn, you potentially get value from this. It doesn't work so much in the middle of the game, but later, earlier, it definitely has got benefit. The flavor text for this one is the fatal flaw in every plan is the assumption you know more than your enemy by Volrath. Got two of those. I have one copy of Counter Squall from the Double Master set here. One island, one swamp. Counter target non-creature spell. Its controller loses two life. I really like that blanket. You know, just done, countered, and quick way to deal some damage as well. I also like the idea of these, these counter spells that do a little more. I know I probably pay a price in versatility because like this card, for example, says counter target non-creature spell. So I get that, but I do like that it loses someone to life. You know, it's just a nice two for one, I feel like. My last one here on the counters is Demir Charm. This as well costs one island, one swamp. It says choose one. Counter target sorcery spell or destroy target creature with a power of two or less. Or look at the top three cards of target player's library. Put one back in the rest of the graveyard. The flavor text says dangerous to recognize, deadly not to not to, excuse me, by Lazav. So this is another card I like. I, I know it's narrow in a way, but I do like the versatility that I can counter a spell. It's potentially a big, big sorcery later. You know, most board wipes are sorcery, so that's nice. Destroy target creature with a power of two or less. Yeah, that's a little niche, but I do have a friend who runs it like aggro goblin, so that does help. Third one, look at top three cards of target player's library, then put one back. Um, I'm, I'm sure that could have some benefit here and there, you know, a little scry, or if I have like three lands and I don't need any more lands, I get rid of them. So those are all the counter spell cards I have. Now I'm going to move on to the other stuff. I have four copies of generous gift. It is a two colorless one planes instant that says destroy target permanent. It's controller generates a three, three elephant creature token. The flavor text is the best presents are impossible to re-gift. Uh, in, the, in the photo here, it's uh, an elephant is the present, basically. But they're given to like what almost look like dwarves, so they're in way over their head. So I really like this card because it comes out at instant speed. And just a blanket destroy target permanent. You know, can work on planeswalkers, land, whatever, you name it. The only part that does kind of suck is it is destroy, not exile. So... You know, indestructible could be a thorn in this, but this is still just a phenomenal card. I have a copy of Linvala in here, Keeper of Silence. Two colorless, two uh, planes, three, four legendary angel creature flying. Activated abilities of creatures your opponent's control can't be activated. The flavor text is those who seek to disturb the harmony of life will see their instruments taken from them. Gray card, gray control piece great lockdown um i think it's pretty evident just on that alone you know and it's a three four flyer so it's nothing to sneeze at in terms of uh, power and toughness either my friends hate it when i play that card all right the next one here is stroke of genius it is an instant it costs x colorless two colorless and one island it says target player draws x cards i really like this one because this is monumental card draw especially late game 
you know, um, I got other cards in here. You see, like omniscience and stuff, where I could be running through things. So I'll need to draw these. These uh, I will need to draw X. Now I have two in here, which may be steep because this card costs three and X, and I mean to get real value out of it. Come on, I want at least you know six mana. So I'm open to going down to one, but I think I think two is justified because it has me have to use my tutors less. You know, this is just my point of view. The flavor text is, after 100 failed experiments, Urza was stunned to find that common silver passed through the portal and damaged. He immediately designed a golem made of metal. Very cool. I didn't know that's how Karn was made. That's very, very cool piece that I learned. I can't believe, you know, after all this time playing magic. All right. Next card here, Lady Avengala. Very excited about this. This is one of my favorite cards. One swamp, one island, one plains from the set Legends. It's a legendary. Uh, beautiful art from Mark Poole, by the way. Beautiful. You guys should definitely check this out. One swamp, one plains. Tap it is its ability. Target creature does no damage. Excuse me. Does no damage during combat this turn. Phenomenal card. You just, again, so versatile. You prevent a creature from dying, you from dying. You know, it just does have the caveat that you do have to tap this card. And this card is only a 1-2, but, I mean, you could potentially stop, you know, a 20-20 with a 1-2, so not bad. And it goes with my control theme because I don't know if you guys noticed already, but I kind of like this whole, like, I play a little back and this, like, this hide-and-seek kind of thing I got going on here. So I like that it's kind of, I like that this card is, like, non-engaging in a way. You just, you know, prevent the damage. The flavor text is when Milady was young, the sight of a rainbow would fill her soul with peace. As she grew, she learned to share her rapture with others. Awesome card. Next one, another Legends from the Legendary set, from the Legends block. Halfdane, it's four mana, one colorless, one swamp, one island, one plains, summon legend. It's a star star, and it says when Halfdane comes into play, he's a 3-3. Three, three. During your upkeep, Halfdane acquires the current power and toughness of target creature other than Halfdane. If there are no legal targets, Halfdane becomes a 3-3. This is another one of my favorite cards and something I was very excited to have. I, I had been waiting for this for quite a long time. Um, and I, I, I just, the art is so great too. I can't, I can't really explain it till you have to see it, but basically he's like grabbing the shoulder of a king, it looks like, and he's slowly becoming the king, and you're seeing like the transformation. Very cool. The flavor text says, Hail from Teleria, the ever-changing Dane. Next card, Omniscience, or because I'm a bad speller when I search on Google, Omniscience. It's a 10-mana enchantment, 7-colorless, 3-island, says you may cast spells from your hand without paying their mana cost. Yeah. Flavor text, the things I once imagined would be my greatest achievements were only the first steps towards a future I can only begin to fathom. Jace Bellerin. This is one of the cards I use to cheat out all this big stuff I'm mentioning. Um, I only have one copy in here because it costs 10 mana, obviously. But... I think that you'll see why I put this in here later. Next card. Phage the Untouchable. Three colorless, four planes. Yeah. When Phage the Untouchable comes into play, if you didn't play it from your hand, you lose the game. Whenever it deals combat damage to a creature, destroy that creature. Can't be regenerated. And finally, when Phage deals combat damage to a player, that player loses the game. She's a 4-4 minion legend. This is just top three favorite cards. 
I got in around Legions, and I just remember seeing a card. First off, with Death Touch at this time was huge. And then to deal combat damage to a player and just flat out make them lose the game, I had just never seen something like that definitive in a magic card. Just boom, you're done. So this card has always had a nostalgic place, and I just like it. So got one copy of that in there as well. Next card, I have three copies of Silent Arbiter. It's a 1-5 artifact creature, excuse me. Costs four colorless mana, 1-5, and its effect is no more than one creature may attack each combat, and no more than one creature may block each combat. So this card helps me with the control theme, locking the board down a little bit, slowing people down to my level, and dealing with the fact that I have a low creature count in this deck. The toughness is also great too. You know, 1-5 can block a lot of damage, so... It's it's not nothing. I don't have to just not use it, you know. Uh, I like in other words, I don't, can't just play it and just leave it there for the attack. I can block with it too. The text says scholars say that arbiters exist on every world created by an unknown hand to enforce justice. Cool. Next card, one of my top three favorites, um, Dakon Blackblade. It is six mana total, two colorless, one swamp, two island, one plains. It's a star star, and its legends are equal to the number of lands I control. I love the art on this card. I like the 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 effect. I love the flavor text. And this is one card I just had to have in this deck. Now, this card is expensive. It's six mana. And you need out quite a bit of land. So even if there's a way to cheat this out, like it's not really worth it to cheat this. So I have two in here, but I feel like that may be too many, even to compensate for my lack of creatures. And I think ultimately one would be better, but you let me know what you guys think. The flavor text on this card says, My power is as vast as the plains. My strength is that of mountains. Each wave that crashes upon my shore thunders like blood in my veins. And it's from his memoirs. It's an awesome card. Next one, uh, another card I have two copies of, but I think I could be talked into one. I think it would be ultimately beneficial is Stuffy Doll. Five mana, again, one of my favorite cards. When it enters the battlefield, choose a player. This, When this card is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to the chosen player. The thing is, this card is indestructible. So you block a 5-5, five, five, you're good, and the, the other guy takes 5. Its last effect is tap it, and it, you can make it deal 1 damage to itself. It's only an 0-1, unfortunately. It's not much stronger than that. But I just like the idea of having this creature out that's always dinging you for at least 1 damage and reminding you, you know, it's there. Next card, Legendary Artifact, The Immortal Sun. Six mana, all colorless. Obviously, it's an artifact. Players can't activate Planeswalkers' loyalty abilities. Works great for me. I don't play Planeswalkers. Some of my friends do. At the beginning of my draw step, draw an additional card. Again, I'm playing Control, so I'll take all the cards I can get. Spells I cast cost one less to cast. Mm, okay, I guess I could take it. And Creatures I Control get plus one, plus one. This card is another one of those cards that I just love for its versatility. It just covers so many bases, and once you play it out, it has so much presence provided. Nobody kills it. So you now I've been going over a lot of how I have one of a lot of cards, and a lot of these cards are super expensive. So you're wondering, where am I going from here? Am I just going to have you know, 35 land in the deck? What's up? So this is where I try to mitigate some of that, and I have four copies of a tutor, all different though and four copies of a card called Show and Tell. Show and Tell is a sorcery. Three mana, two colorless, one island. 
It says each player may choose an artifact, creature, enchantment, or land card in his or her hand, put that permanent into play. So this is why I have all these huge costs and things in here because I can get to them, but I can also hike them out at any point, late game or early game, or I could save my mana. You know, it's just I have a lot of options around this. I have four of these in here, obviously, because they're very necessary. The flavor text says, at the Academy, show and tell too often becomes run and hide. Awesome card. My next spot here, um, I have a Ristic Tutor. Two colorless, one planes. I have one copy. Unless any player pays two, search a library for a card, put that card into your hand, shuffle your library. This is just a way for me to make somebody pay or when they're tapped out, sneak this out and search for a card. I know what you're saying. Why not have just a bunch of demonic tutors and pure tutors? Well, those cards are a lot of money. So this is what I got. The flavor text says any lock can be undone. Any secret revealed. Next one is Infernal Tutor. One colorless, one swamp. It says reveal a card from your hand. Search your library for a card with the same name as that card. Reveal it. Put it to your hand. Then shuffle your library. I like this card because it lets me search if I have something in my hand already. I want another one. Like let's say Counterspell. But I like the second effect as well. Hell Bent. If I have no cards in my hand, instead search my library, put a card into my hand, and then shuffle. So basically, if I have no cards in my hand, it becomes a Demonic Tutor. Awesome. Next card I have, Demonic Tutor. One colorless, one swamp. I have this one from the Double Masters set. It says search a library for a card, put that card into your hand, then shuffle your library. The flavor text says be beware the generosity of demons. This is just a phenomenal card. I mean... Yeah, sure, it's sorcery speed, but it's two mana to search for anything you want and put it into your hand. It's just an awesome card. Obviously, I would love to play four, five, six, seven of them, but you know, you can only play four of magic, and they are quite a bit of money. The next and final card I have is Scheming Symmetry. One planes. Awesome art, by the way. Look it up if you can. It says choose two target players. Each of them searches their library for a card then shuffles their library, puts that card on top. I just like this card because it's a tutor card for me, but I can also potentially disrupt the board, and I, I, I like that about this deck, just passively interrupting. So I haven't really done it yet, but I mostly use it for myself and then like a player who's super behind, and then I just disrupt everybody's strategy. But I suppose I could use it on two opponents as well and just feed into something. Um, I don't know what the situation would be where I really would do that, but you know, could be done nonetheless. So this is my control deck. Uh, say control loosely. It's more about control-esque with my favorite cards in here. Please let me know what you guys think. Also, let me know what you guys would think, you know, in reviews. Please get back to me. I would like to create a forum for us to talk based on these, but I don't know what, what the listeners want. You know, if there's a Facebook, um, a Reddit page, you know, what have you. I'm not too, the best with social media, but I would happily get back on it for for discussions such as these. So please let me know what you think and leave a review. Thank you, guys. Have a good day.